the only sense I can make of what it is that they continue to do, which today is uh, keep Smooshy in, you know, in these awful conditions, but they keep her as their last means of bargaining with me. As long as she stays alive, they've got an out. They've got an out, which is great for me because I want her to live. But the problem is they're still trying to destroy me in the process. And that's against the clock of her best interests in life. Right. And the fact that she's alive today is, 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 I mean, I hate to say it, but it's, 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 she's quite lucky um, given the circumstances. I mean, so you know, for sure alive. she is alive still. Yeah. Yeah. There's no question. That's hundred percent. That's pretty much ding, how it goes. Ding, ding. And on that note, welcome to the Brandon Talks podcast. Uh, today we have Phil Demers. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing it right. Uh, there we go. Listen, he he was in a uh, a documentary called "The Walrus and the Whistleblower." The wa- mm-hmm. okay, uh, it, it's available on Amazon. Uh, before you watch this, you should go watch that. It's only three ninety nine, and I won't judge if you find other ways to fu- watch it. But you need it's to also, watch it. It's also on Discovery Plus. And also that I understand, uh, yeah, you can, you can, you can download it for free or pirate it and whatever. And I encourage that. I don't make a dime. I I need eyes on it. So if any which way people can pirate and share, do it, do it, do it. Right. Right. So look, people coming to my podcast, they, they're coming to watch this because of you, not because of me. So they already know your story. Let, I saw your tweet today. Uh, and it, it seems like mystic aquarium is outside the door of Marine land. Uh, preparing to take whales from marine land right uh, let me tell you let me offer you let me offer you the 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 i just want to be able to paint the picture for you because you've got an image of of a of a crew of sorts staged outside a park as if they're ready to do something mm. they are staged as we speak next to the beluga pool called arctic cove there are five rvs uh i can't tell you how many uh staff are down um, my assumption is that rather than have them staying in hotels and whatnot, while where they would otherwise be milling about in the city, this is a form of uh, quarantine, whereas they can work and observe the whales and whatnot and still be out of the general public. Because I'm, you know, I'm trying to imagine why it is that people from the U.S. are able to come into Canada while there's a, you know, travel bans and whatnot, and that I'm told there was a uh, in international interest. Um, um, what do they call that exemption? And so my guess is that there are the, the reason that there are five RVs uh, next to the pool is that the staff are there observing, quarantining, and simultaneously preparing to take the whales. Uh, let me fill you in on how many whales and, and et cetera. Marineland used to have, uh, at last count, about 53 beluga whales. Current count that I received today is around 46, 47. That we understand there was a permit issued long ago for five beluga whales to go to Mystic Aquarium. They were granted despite the S203 law, which, uh, which, which bans import, export and breeding of uh, whales, dolphins and porpoises in Canada. But the exemption was made because it is in the interest of the animal. So the argument was made that Mystic Aquarium is a better facility than Marineland, but there's more going on. We know that there were supposed to be five whales going to Mystic. That paperwork had to change because some of the whales that were supposed to go died. Now we're told the permits are now good for three whales with two more 
being observed and being and awaiting a health check to be cleared for them to go. So it's still five whales, but it's now five different ones. And that my understanding is there are two that they are not comfortable yet sending because they are ill. So something far darker is happening at Marineland that there are only 46 whales where there were otherwise 53 before. And now we're looking to move five. And with two, um, with a little bit of an asterisk next to, to their name. So there's some really, really dark things going on at Marineland. But anyways, I just wanted to paint a picture of what is exactly happening and where we're at. I'm now waiting for a, uh, it's called a Hercules. It's a C-130 airplane. We're tracking and waiting for it to land in Hamilton, Ontario, uh, because that's where the Belugas will, uh, will be exported from. That's where they'll be loaded on a plane. And thereafter, of course, my intention is to uh, capture and video the, the entirety of this thing. So Marineland is, is right now very upset that, uh, that, I'm, that I'm fully aware of what's happening and that I have uh, eyes and ears everywhere waiting for this right. to go down. We are currently right now amidst uh, what, what you would call a mission. Hmm. I don't, I don't, under, so I don't know anything about uh, the facilities at Marineland. Are all of the beluga whales kept together? Are they all within one area? So I imagine there's a social dynamic, they're social animals, and they're just going to take five of them and remove them. And, and they're, they're saying it's, it's for the health of the whale, but how is it healthy to remove social animals from their fucking family and travel them down to the united states this here's another thing canada has banned the uh ex pretty much the exploitation of these types of animals can't put them in for a show you can't like they're not entertaining you can't right. fucking you, you can't breed them right you can't right. you can't transport and export them and you can't import anymore so here they are they found some sort of loophole and they're going to bring it to Mystic Aquarium, where I imagine America doesn't have these these bans against making them perform and letting them breed. Uh, I think I read that they can't breed initially, but after uh, a certain waiting period, they could start breeding them again. Uh, how so so in the spirit of S203, the law is meant to apply to the whales that are being exported because, um, you know, the only way that the minister is going to sign off is if the argument is made that it is in the best interest of the animals. So, yes, within the confines of captivity, hell on earth is hell on earth. We're making a move sideways. We know that. But there is an argument to be made that marine lands pools and staff and expertise and everything is uh, is far worse than mystics. Of course, put yourself for a moment in the minister's um, shoes. So if you're the government, if you're the governing, if you're, if you're in government in, in a country of Canada, which you've just expressly uh, uh, made illegal, the captivity of whales, mm. maybe getting rid of them and out of the country sort of cures a bit of the headaches, right? Because if there are none to concern yourself about bringing in or breeding, Right. And when Marineland is arguably one of the worst facilities, I mean, I don't want to say on the planet, but there's conversation there. There are there is a realm of a conversation where they actually fit in that particular group, right. uh, you know, and even if you widen the scope of, of, of what it is of, of these facilities, then or rather, if you shorten them to, to, to North America, there's no question that's the worst. But uh, I, I could see the interest in getting rid of, the, of uh, in the personal vested interests of the government in moving some of these whales now. Is it ideal? No, it's not. We the the spirit of S two hundred three is is that we would have kept 
the whales in Canada. And because there is a whale sanctuary that is being built as we speak on the east coast of Canada, the hope is that those, those whales would likely or end up there. Um, mm. That's not to say that none are. In fact, I believe that's, that six will. But uh, I think what we're looking at right now is a rescue mission out of Marine Land. I think what's happened is the government has said, we're not going to we're not going to have blood on our hands if animals die in transport by saying yes to this. So they have to be pictures of health to leave. Mm. And the challenge with Marine land right now is, is abiding by the parameters of what it, what constitutes a picture of health is difficult for them because all their whales are sick. They're all right. on drugs. They're mm. all, they're all very unwell. So I think what we're looking at here is this is a more, you need to look at this more as a rescue mission where right. The suffering, albeit in the short term, will be, you know, increased over the period of hours, you know, but over the longevity, there is argument to be made that there's mitigating suffering at a better facility or one that can provide you with more uh, attention and, and, and better, you know, with, with a better record. Now, I don't want to, I don't want to make the, I don't want to defend Mystic. I think, I think Mystic is a shithole. I think they're an awful facility. I think for the fact profit, that they're, right? they're of course for profit that, you know, they're going to boast, they're going to boast their rescue program, but you only have to look at, uh, at how much the CFO or CEOs are making and look at where the actual mm. profits go. And you'll see that it's only ever a fraction. And, and what they argue is conservation is really things that benefit the zoo more than anything, you know, they're breeding animals. Their fucking operation. That's what they're. Yeah. That's really what it is. That's what it yeah. is. I mean, that's the same when it comes to zoo associations and whatnot, when you start to say, well, I'm going to an accredited facility because it's AZA American Zoo, uh, zoological association accredited. Well, um, those are just industry voices that band together and, the, and these facilities pay them dues to basically protect them and to, and to have mm-hmm. a lobby group in, here in government. So, I mean, when you were, when you take the veil, when you remove the, the very thin veil of what the industry is, uh, you know, you, you, when you remove the, the, the clowns and music and the dancing and dude, you really are, you are visiting a very exploitative, a transparently exploitative, an archaic uh, business. No one, no one goes to see whales and, and leaves with a smile anymore unless they, unless their heads are full of lies. Right. Yeah. Dude. I remember when I was like, let's see, I would have been 14. Well, even before that, I, I grew up in a town called Astoria, Oregon, and they filmed a movie called free Willy there. And they had Keiko, which was an orca. And I already, I, I remember like being, how the fuck do you get a, a, a an orca to be an actor in a film. And then that turned into this whole drama of like, okay, they filmed this movie called Free Willy about an orca that was captive. And the movie was, you know, based on letting it go back into the wild. And yet after the shooting of that film, he's still in fucking captivity. And I remember they, they transported him down to here in my, 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 uh, I moved to Newport, Oregon. And they transported him right across the bridge to uh, the Oregon Coast Aquarium. And I remember going there and seeing Keiko and just the overwhelming feeling that I had was like, it's a fucking slave. They're, they're slaves and, and they're taking money. Come, come look at the, oh, we saved them. And we're, it's, it's all bullshit. It's, it's all bullshit. And, and these corporations that are focused on profit and making money will find beautiful lies to tell you to keep the veil like you say the veil over you and it, it, it's the same thing with this fucking you know i i won't ask you to talk about him but andrew fucking burns you know they hire lawyers to shut people up that are pointing out the bullshit that they're doing 
dude, he's, he's, he's being paid to lose at this point, knowing that it's just costing me so much. We're going to have news out this week. I'm surprised it hasn't actually come out. I emailed my lawyer today, but uh, you know, they're about to suffer another loss and they're going to owe me more and more money, but it's always just a fraction of what I pay. And it's just me always moving backwards in, in victory. And it's kind of strange, but uh, I mean, that's the court system, but I do want to talk about Keiko a little bit more because uh, <clears throat> you know, you, you seem, you have some interest in uh, uh, let me yeah. offer you some more. Let me offer you some more of his history. Keiko was captured in Iceland in 1979. He's brought to Marineland of Canada. He is uh, his, his sister currently resides at Marineland is the last living. Well, his, his, assumed and it's a romantic thing to think but we believe there's it's it's possible because uh kiska uh canada's last remaining orca captive solitary orca living uh you know she, she's had five babies all of which died she watched all of her tank mates die um she was captured with keiko so keiko whose original name was kego is captured and is uh, is now living in a facility, uh, the what's called the barn at Marineland, which is an indoor facility. And uh, they don't have room for Kago. They just they you know they 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 took him because um, there wasn't a home for him for him yet. And did he die? They put out the news in two thousand five that he died while swimming free in the ocean. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll touch on that, but just let me tell you more about Kago. So Kago's original name had to get be changed because. Kego went from being at Marine Land in Canada. He was then shipped to Japan. And in Japan, the word Kego means shit. So they changed his name to Keiko. And, uh, and that's where Keiko's uh, story goes from Japan. He's, um, he's sent to Mexico or something. And that's where he's like, you know, he's stagnant. He gets all the, all the issues. You know what's crazy about that film? I, uh, I started at Marine Land. I never actually watched the film. But, uh, I, I started at Marine Land in 2000. Whenever that film came out, Orca Captivity's um, popularity exploded. Everyone wanted to come see Willie. It was so strange for a mm. PETA-inspired film and funded film for it to have the adverse effect of making Captivity more popular. That's what that inadvertently did. So we had a lot of people coming in and pointing and saying, hey, that's Willie, that's crazy. Uh, but Keiko's story of his uh, release when he's, uh, when he's taken to Iceland or uh, to Norway into a fjord for release is, you know, there was a, there was a crazy tech boom and, and uh, Keiko had a, 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 a funder. He was spending a lot of money on his, uh, on his release and Keiko was doing quite well. And they were taking him on, uh, on what they would call walks, right? They would drive a boat and he'd be out there swimming and they would take him within, you know, so much, uh, you know, they would get him within a, a, a close enough proximity to other orcas that they could communicate and he would sometimes go towards them and then the other orcas would be aggressive towards him because he's a big male i mean it's a it would be a really difficult thing to integrate a big male into another um pod it would be that's the probably the greatest challenge mm -hmm. they otherwise live in uh in large families and they're going to stay by their mother's side for 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 the for the duration of their life. They're very protective and whatnot. So imagine another male trying to be integrated in. It's kind of a strange situation. It's a rare one, but nonetheless, they tried and they, and, and they were doing quite well, but when the tech bubble burst, uh, funding for his, re for his release uh, was like essentially stopped. And so with all the cuts and everything else, they had to, uh, they had to just, less attention was given to the program. So eventually it was just decided like, he's got to go. So he, he left and uh, he lasted for some time, quite a while. And I know it, and I, I shortened the story that it sounds a little bit of a sacrifice, but it wasn't such, it was just that, 
you know, he, he did, he was at that point. It's just was such that they couldn't have funded any more of, of his integration. It would just came to the point where it was now up to him. Mm-hmm. And they had seen him foraging for food and eating and whatnot. So he seemed to be doing okay. And he lived for, for long enough that they know that he would have eaten. But when they did ultimately find him and he was dead, you know, they necropsied him and, uh, and there wasn't any food in his belly. And again, there wasn't a lot of money and everything. Everything sort of went, they went to shit fast. And, it, it, and it's not that this was a failure. Many would argue that it was actually a glaring success and certainly aspects of it you take from to learn. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it did boil down to money. You know, and I don't remember SeaWorld or anyone else deciding, hey, let's pay some fucking money that at least keep this motherfucker alive. You know, no, no, they didn't they right. didn't show up because it wasn't it's not in their interest. So that animal, they're allowed to suffer. But, you know, SeaWorld's going to keep paying inordinate amounts of monies to keep their animals in uh, in cages and and lie to you that they're happy. Yeah. So it's clear that if you remove an animal from the wild and its entire life is in captivity and then you know, trying to put it back into the wild and be like, there's your fucking home, go do it. it especially for, for animals that are used to being in, in their pod. Here you go out on your own. It is traumatizing. I mean, you gotta Fuck. be really, it's a, it, there's, there's a balancing act, act there, but, but let's discuss the whale jail. Are you familiar with what happened in uh, a two, two, uh, two shows ago when I was on Rogan, we discussed it in fact. There was a whale jail where they had in excess of 100 beluga whales, some orcas. In fact, they've still got the five uh, uh, baby walruses that are actually, they're going to be heading to the Moscow Zoo, which is fucked, but they're not going to be able to be reintroduced into the wild. So I really, there is a, really isn't a lot of choice there, but nonetheless. With the um, walruses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's sort of a, that's sort of a, that's, we're waiting on news to come out of that, but those walruses are sort of, you know, they couldn't be released, sadly. But the whales that were that were caught and held for an excess of a year that were intent to be sold to marine parks in and around uh, China, you know, uh, uh, Russia came in after act- activists sort of exposed the film, the footage of this, this really abhorrent place. And even Putin weighed in, man, and Putin's an animal lover. Say what you will of the man, he fucking loves animals. And he said, you release those fucking whales. And they released those whales, man. And, and, you know, there was a whole concerted effort to try to do it and mitigate it very slowly and responsibly and everything else. And the Russians turned around and said, fuck all y'all. They didn't want any international help. In fact, I, I was planned on, on boarding and, and joining a, a team to help with their reintroduction. <clears throat> they said, fuck all y'all. We're going to do it our way. And they took those, those whales and they went and just dropped them off like crazy all over the place. And they weren't wrong. Those whales did fine. They, hmm. they all did fine. There's, there's yet to be a recorded uh, uh, loss. I mean, they, they watched some of them, you know, they, they found their way. So, so let me ask you, know, you this then, and I don't mean to cut you off. The, the sure. whales that are at Marine Land now, can't they just say, grab them and, and put them out into the wild? No. Would it not be no, the same? Couldn't. No, no, it would not be near. It wouldn't be anything like the same whatsoever. It is just good. <clears throat> there is a sort of reinsurance that uh, wild animals stay wild for you know there's always an element of the of of the of them that will always stay instinctually um uh uh, keen to survive but these animals have relied too much on uh at this point they're on a schedule Mm. you negotiate that schedule very quickly i don't think that they i don't think they i don't think they get over the change fast enough to save themselves you know what too i'm saying traumatic too traumatic yeah the them. windows yeah it's just as such that it has to be done very 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 responsibly but but in the trial and error of what would be some percentage of animals would live in that exact 
way. If you were to just plunk them in the middle of the sea, some would live. Right. You know, it'd, it'd be awful. It, but some would live. Uh, no one wants to do that. It's uh, it's not sensible. Reckless. And it's reckless. Okay. But you learn a lot from something like that. It's called science, and mm-hmm. it, things like this happen all the time. They are trial and errors, and they're outright experiments that will that will gut your heart. That happen every day, every day. The separation of uh, anyways, 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 anyways. There are different yeah. ways to release the animals. Bottom line is, it can be done successfully in every which way, shape, or form. There's no question. It just comes down to patience, attention, and money. Mm. That's crazy. So, yeah. Uh, so you were talking about the the whale jail. Uh, yes. Did the point that you were you were going there i i interrupted you do you want to no but the point that i was going is that that those the russians had decided whereas we were trying to interject with hey too many animals are going to die they've been held captive for too long uh that you know they're used to, to eating fish from your hand you can't just release them they'll die and there were so many arguments made in the scientific community that when the russians around said no we're doing it this way and they went and plunked them back in they all survived mm. they were all fine mm. so every argument that was made that in in that sense that all the scientists that were really stressing that this was irresponsible and dangerous. Look, look, it is. There is an, a far greater element of, of care that can be taken in this. But the Russians also knew in that moment that these are rugged animals. You know, we uh, too often perceive these animals or, or animals as these cutes. You know, we, 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 we draw a distinction between, we take the animal aspect out of them to try to soften the image. And the reality of this and is, uh, you know, nature is, is, is ugly. It's, it's beautiful. It's ugly, uh, but it's resilient and it's far, it, 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 it's, it's inhabitants are far more, uh, uh, rugged than we imagine that we, that we want to give credit for. We don't right. want, we don't like to see sa- and, and feel sadness. And we want to immediately attribute that to an animal that we're releasing. No, no, don't. It's going to be, no, we don't want it to be sad or hurt. And, and you release it. And then the shark eats it. You're like, ah, yeah. And no one yeah. thinks about the shark. Who's like, yes, I don't have right. to die. Yeah. That's the fucking ecosystem. And we, we think we have, oh, this is a cute animal. We need to take it out and, and keep it alive and make yeah, sure it's safe. It, yeah. And, and that's how, you know, going back to mystic, uh, I've seen the videos online. They got the people, the mariachi band, and you can see the blue. By the way, that the music, that, that animal Juno, that's an animal that was sold. That was one of the first, and there, there are I think three belugas in Marineland's history, or not much more, that were sent to SeaWorld, that were sold for an orca that we'd received, which was the orca from Blackfish, the one that kills all the mm, all the yeah. trainers. We had his son. Uh, that's Tilikum. We had his son, Ikeka, and we traded to SeaWorld for whales. And then those whales wound up at Mystic. And Juno, the whale in that mariachi viral video, is a Marineland-born whale. Wow. Yeah, wow. sold to SeaWorld. SeaWorld sold to, to Mystic. It's like a fucking sports league. They're just trading animals. Oh, yeah, you get this one. We'll get this one. We'll make money off this. Use it for what it's worth. All right, now you go down here. It's fucking Dude. horrific, man. The shit needs, the shit needs to stop. And, and it it seems like the the further we go down the line, people are are more and more inclined to to say fuck these places. It's it. There's nothing fun watching animals being forced to do little tricks and shit, and and, and you're feeding them the same fucking thing over and over again. Dude, I can it, just as well look at a billboard painting of an animal and learn more about it than observing it in a fucking 
in a concrete pool. All I'm looking at is a drug depressed animal. Yeah. Serpents yeah. Looking for trying to crack the code. Like, I don't want to see that. I know the code. It's get that animal out. You know, yeah, let the it code, go the live. Code, the code is I'm the only person that can help you. Like I like the code is I have to I have to make a decision to get you out. Otherwise, you're there forever. You can do nothing of it. That's right. the code is out of your hands, Beluga. Sorry, we took that out of your hands. Right. And that's all that animals doing every single day as it swims in a circle. And you see it on a bunch of different species of animals is they want to crack the code. Why am I here? How do I get out? That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and oh, do I have to play this game and, and do what you asked me long enough? How to... long do I have to be nice for? Yeah. That's when you start getting into the telecom stories where they're just like, he's like, look, I've done everything I need to do. Like, why am why is this still my life? And then someone slips in the pool and then they become uh, I'll show you. More. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, you, you, you fucking hold someone captive long enough and you make them do shit that they don't want to do. And they, these animals are smart. They they'll eventually get what's going on. Oh, I'm just being used. I'm. That's fucking nuts, well, dude. Imagine and how now, frustrating that realization would be. Dude, and you realize that this is the rest of my life. Yeah, I'll eat someone. I'll eat someone. Fuck, I got to get some level of entertainment every day the same. Fuck you. Yeah. You keep going home to, for supper and going home and, and hitting roller coasters and bullshit while I'm fucking swimming in circles. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I'd be pissed, dude. Dude, that's why your story is, is so fucking touching, right? Just to be cliche, it's fucking touching. Like, here's a, a baby walrus that was plucked from it's it's fucking entire what are they called pods or 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 groups like it's a herd herd they're social animals they have to be together they thousands use, yeah thousands of them and you fucking pluck them out and then in this madness of what the fuck's going on all these people are like fucking just chaos going around and then for you to come down and imprint on that uh, on smooshy like that it's almost like in the madness smooshy found something beautiful and it was you and that morphed into you know your story we don't have to get into that my it's just so fucking disheartening to know that all they have to do is just open the door and let you come see her Done. what is that yeah. what does it do what is that who does it fucking hurt to say you know what it's free it's free and you know what maybe smooshy will have joy again you take this one you are her mother right and to fucking just say oh no we have a disagreement with you about how you're going about things we're just gonna cut you off yeah okay stab you stab you stab phil but what the fuck man smooshy like bro that it's it's infuriating and the fact that they're using the legal system to fucking try and squish you into silence and into going away it, that's like the dumbest thing, you know, and, and no, I don't know much about the owner of Marine land. I, 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 it seemed like you guys had a relationship when, when he passed away, you can clearly see that, you know, you had some emotions around him passing, but at the same time, I mean, is he a narcissist too? Was he a narcissistic person? And, and, and the fact that these are just tools to make money and we'll just we'll fuck with you and use these animals as a tool to fuck with you it's just so it's infuriating it's dark man it's dark. fucking infuriating it, you know, the entirety died. of this thing is very dark there's he a died, lot of dead so who's people. there who, who 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 he's dead now right who's running marine land who do you think i don't know is it his wife well, his wife on paper owns it, but she never leaves the house. She's reassured that everything's being taken care of. Is it Ken Burns? It's not Ken. Not, not Ken. Andrew. Is it Andrew Burns? So Andrew sunk his teeth into this fucking money 
this money pit, right? And you yeah, can say what you, you want. don't have to say I'm whatever. Not say anything. I'm not going to blink. You don't have to say anything. I'm going to do oh, nothing. No, I'm going to no. sit back while you say whatever it is you're about to Listen, say. But feel free. From by, by I, the way, she's about she's about 80 years old. By the way, she's right. about 80 years old. She knows nothing of the business. Has never I, had any yeah. interest. Hey, hey and, look, oh, and I, her firstborn and her firstborn son is dead as well as a result of all this madness. So she's so she now only has one son left who has two children. And so so they're just they're, they're the remainder of what's once a, a family. They're 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 the they're the broken remains of what was once a family. And then here comes this lawyer. But go ahead. Finish your thought. Right. Right. Here comes a lawyer that uh, by all intents and purposes, from what I understand, is what you would call a reputational lawyer. And what they do is they they find people doing fucked up things and cleaner. say, hey, yeah, call the cleaner. Yeah. Yeah. And and, you know, lawyers who uh, this is probably what we would call uh, uh, a career case, a career client. So obviously he doesn't have to worry about much after this. No, no. That's pretty hey, evident. That's and, evident. and it's, and it's, and he's probably the one that that's convincing every, Oh, we got to do this. We'll do this. It will be easy. Just pay a little bit more money. We'll do this. We'll do that. You, you know, I don't have to be in fucking Canada to know what lawyers are doing. I mean, you, you, you're around litigation enough. You know how the fucking game is played. And, and I'm sure losing on purpose to win. Explain yes. this to me. Churn. Losing on purpose Churn. to win. Who's winning? Who's we winning? call it. Well, the lawyers always win. They churn the case. They find reasons to file. They find reasons to, to, to create these billable hours. Ken doesn't give a fuck about any animals. He doesn't and give true. a fuck about Marine land. He gives a fuck about his money. So pools in his fucking kitchen. This the, guy. Yeah. And, and look, you want you want to defend pieces of shit uh, or, 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 you know, spend beautiful lives to cover up for pieces of shit. But the fact that you're using all of these fucking living beings, these animals as a tool to continue perpetuating bullshit. It, it just shows what kind of a fucking scumbag you might be. And lawyers care about their image and they care about the reputation and they care about their legacy. Fuck Ken Burns. Fuck Andrew. Andrew. See, I well, I don't even have enough respect to remember his fucking name. I do want to see what his let wife ask, looks like. Let me ask you about something you may remember about exactly the comment you made about his wife. Hmm. So you made a tweet. All right. You had tweeted. You called that was on my Burns. birthday, my 40th birthday. But yes, go ahead. You called him a cuck. You said, I want to know what his wife looks like. This guy's a cuck or something to that effect. Right? I said he seems like a cuck. I don't know, right. Andrew. But right. He seems like a cuck. OK, so that tweet, that tweet. Marineland uh, sought to have the police intervene because they said they alleged that I had tweeted to incite violence against their family and that your tweet was evidence that I was inciting violence. So that, that was the tweet that he used as evidence and relied on. What a joke. To argue with the judge and my lawyer, which eventually it all went moot and, and, and just fell by the way, which 99% of his arguments do. But he still made a legal argument that I was inciting violence against his, no, wait, it gets better. Citing, inciting violence against the lawyer. And that because the lawyer and my lawyer are members of the same board, or rather they're members of the same society, law society. I don't want to get, uh, okay. So 
he tried to create conflict that I would suddenly have to find new representation. Imagine that. It's not yeah. the first time he's tried. He's, he's actually tried this. Now, this is something that is sensitive and information, but it's factual. So I'm happy to talk about it if he wants to uh, take issue with it. It, it. I mean, it, it by and large is, is some of the formed argument of my uh, defense and counterclaim, which is that Marineland is abusing the courts in the system. And in that exact argument, um, you know, the case I just, uh, the point I just made, uh, it, it, it relies on that. So Right. And, and, and look, here, in legal speak, that sounded like blah, 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 blah. I found a new way to make more billable hours. That's exactly what that bullshit. is, dude. Yeah, it's let me take bullshit. this bullshit and let me fabricate some shit yeah. just to spend more billable hours. You and know so I mean? my lawyer would have defended for hours and at the end it flew by the wayside and was forgotten about, became a moot point and would have factually cost probably thousands of dollars to do well, it. Well, thank but God that the courts can recognize when a lawyer is full of shit. Well, Let's touch on that, shall we? Sure. I'm uh, countersuing Marineland for what is called abusive process. Now, there's not a lot of precedence. Well, we're now almost nine years into litigation, by the way. In fact, I think it was nine years ago today that I gave my two weeks notice at Marineland, maybe yesterday. But nonetheless, it is mm -hmm. a, and it is an anniversary of sorts. Um, <clears throat> not a lot of precedence. And the way that, that uh, courts work, both in, in motions and in, in judgments, is that they rely on um, factums of former cases. They, they, the legal arguments are formed through the history of litigation, and then they rely on that. They call it case my, law here. Okay, so my, you're right. So they have to come up, you have to make the argument of case law and how it applies in this case, and then the, the judge will look at it and see if it relates and whatnot. But they'll always look at various, you know, you'll have to bring up the case law. So you have to right. introduce, is what called a factum when you, anyways, in these, in these motions and these filings, you have to provide example of this. So because you know, an abusive process counterclaim is, uh, okay, it seems like an easy one. It's like, look at all the abuse I've endured. The challenge of that is there's not a great deal of precedence in Canada, especially civil litigation, first off, doesn't yield great, uh, great returns, if you will. It's not like the states where you get multi-million dollar uh, judgments and then that's that. In Canada, it, it's virtually unheard of. It, it doesn't mm. exist, not even, not even in the realm of remotely close to that. There's just not. It's not mm. how it is. People don't sue each other for returns here. It's almost like they sue each other to, to, to ruin each other's lives. But nonetheless, you know, the demands on someone to endure a decades long uh, a lawsuit uh, rife of abuse is rare, is inordinate, because at this point, my costs have exceeded $450,000 over the nine years of litigation. Mm. Uh, you know, I'm still fighting and swinging and winning, winning all the time, but losing while winning not a lot of people have ever survived such a lawsuit so that for that to be a real precedence there's no like oh well back in the 90s there was a guy who lasted 20 years against uh, right. against a uh, golf company petroleum for you know, it doesn't exist unless you had a pro bono lawyer and even at that there are the court costs and the and the exhaustion and frustration all this stuff it's just you know it's inordinate I'm, taxing <clears throat> it's taxing i'm blessed that i have a lot of endurance mm -hmm. um it's both a curse and a, and a gift, but you know, I am here for this, but the reality is there's no precedence <laughs> who, who survives this level of, of abuse, you know, right. it just doesn't happen. So I'm in a rare situation that I'm trying to do what has not really ever been done before. Mm -hmm. And it's not something that is probably gonna make me money. Like in fact, in the lawsuit or rather in the documentary, you can see that 
at the time, there's, uh, you know, there's an argument made that uh, my lawyer says something to the effect of, well, you know, maybe we say to Marineland, give us uh, $100,000 and, and, and we'll walk away. Or, or, or he says 100,000 and move the walrus so we can be done. And he goes, and he actually says, and I know that's a premium on the cost. And what that means is, you know, it's, uh, we're taking, like, we're taking back nothing. Like Marineland's mm. walking away very, you know, quite happy with how little money they would have to part in that. Case. Right. Um, you know, and, and in the documentary, I always said, fuck, I don't even want money. I don't want money. But at this point, we're, smooshy. We're, we're, that's it. That's all I want. It's yeah. very easy. My demands aren't, uh, aren't, uh, aren't unreasonable here. But as far as the lawsuit goes, I am almost incentivized. I'm not personally, but to take money offered by Marineland in advance of whatever would be a judgment, because the, the likeliness is Marineland weighs what it is that I would, let's say I, I said, I want a million dollars to walk away from this. Now I never will. You and you, you and I both know exactly what it is that I want. Mm. Never been a, a question of money. I give a shit about fucking money as you evidently, uh, <laughs> not because I'm rich. It's just that I have a, I have a relationship with it that, uh, I, I just don't, uh, you know, it ain't my religion. It just ain't. I'll, I'll wipe my ass with a 20 if that's all I got. You know, it right. just is. It just is. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> the reality is Marineland probably looks at this now, nine years in, how much money they've spent, how much money I've spent, how much it looks like they'll likely have to spend. Now, they've had a lot of interest in asking me how much my legal costs have been because, you know, they do want to look at what the scope of their loss is going to be. But the prospect of a, of a big loss in court might not be the case. The only incentive Marineland to not go into court is to not look like buffoons. You know, they have no evidence against me. It's a completely baseless lawsuit. It's a complete, it's a complete fabrication. They don't have an iota of evidence. I have right. not been presented with one single solitary piece of evidence to defend against, uh, against their $1.5 million claim, which is now nine years into, of which they claim a whole bunch of stuff, but mm -hmm. have exactly zero evidence. And the way lawsuits are, you have to you know you have to demonstrate loss they can't it's literally nothing so uh, so it becomes a question of what's it going to cost you to lose in court and is it and is it worth it or do you need to pay phil in advance my lawyer thinks and i and i and i believe it as well there's no way shape or form they can go to court they can't right because they but know they they're gonna lose the, they're gonna lose and yeah. not just that here's the other thing if they drop the lawsuit right before it that's a big piece of evidence mm. in a abusive mm -hmm. process lawsuit that you take me into nine years of litigation and drop it at the last second and agree to pay my, my legal bills. It's, it doesn't bode well for them. So they're fucking in a weird situation. And, and the reality is they've gone and buried themselves because that's Andrew Burns' work. He's yeah, you took, they took a gamble. They took a gamble thinking that they would be able to squish you into well, dude, silence. They squished, they squished over a dozen people. Remember, I'm the only survivor. They squished everybody, every publication. They sued, they sued journalists. They sued, they sued uh, newspapers. They sued, uh, they threatened podcasts. They, I mean, they've done it all. They've, they've, they've done it all. They've got all their bases covered and they, and they sued a bunch of whistleblowers. I'm just the person who managed to get enough attention and survive. And it has, has everything to do with my walrus. Right. I mean, that's the only thing that sticks me out versus the next guy is that I've got this walrus there. And that story was enough to hang on that. I've managed to keep this fight for that walrus, you know, intertwined in the litigation that uh, look, they sued me for plotting to steal a walrus. They never, I never, uh, such a plot never became conceivable. You can't, right. you can't do that, but they handed me the key of a legal way to steal that fucking walrus. So hmm. life is short. I'm going to steal a walrus. Fuck right. Me. Yeah. 
And 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 look, if if you can't, I'll find a way to get into Canada and get smooshy. You guys do it again. I I, I have to denounce that almost legally because I'm, my hey, lawyer, yeah. my lawyer. This is you probably you probably received a reply from some of my tweets where I outright say denounced, and it's embarrassing right. and hilarious. But I outright say denounced, and I do it in almost capital letters and whatnot, so that Marine Lands Burns sees that because they've actually asked, and my lawyer has actually said, "Well, Phil, if you can at least." Try to mitigate the internet's reaction to both. Oh Andrew fuck and you! Dude, they've got me. Police. They sent the police to my house because of of. Oh, dude, I don't have to fuck. No, I, yeah, other I, people's I, tweets, dude. Other people, your tweets, other people's tweets get me in trouble because. And so, in every which way, I have to just sort of step in and say, denounce. No, so when you say right. I'm coming to Canada, I gotta say denounce. Yeah, and, and obviously. Yeah, and, and and look, I'm not coming to Canada. Dude, I'm being a this. dick. I'm talking you to know. Andrew right now, looking through the. You know, you know he's probably watching this. Fucking yes. yeah. Well, fuck his ego, dude. Let me ask you this: You have subjected yourself to this. You continue to subject yourself to this with even with the prospect of not getting money because of this connection that you have with Smooshy. So it's it's this is this isn't a an egoic pursuit this is just um, pushing because of your love for smooshy i mean fair enough but there are elements of ego and all that as i as i came to survive and swing harder i became more of an asshole i mean there's a saying out there that if you stare into the abyss long enough it starts to stare back at you so you have to sort of watch what's eating you uh i, I in a lot of ways and and again it, it comes from introspection and and um, you know I, i'm a fan of the i'm a fan of the plant medicines and what right do you meditate i meditate i do breathing exercises Wim Hof, eh? Wim Hof, you know i do the uh i do the um the guided breathing once a day at least and then i immediately follow that with uh, with uh with a meditation so it's quite it's actually my my most favorite time of day i do it all in a bathtub by the way i do everything if you've watched the film mm. you, you understand that i have a kindredship with being in water <laughs> and around water I, right. I do my best thinking and my best work in water anyways um yeah all of which happens in the bathtub i, I I'll, I'll give myself like an epsom salt soak and i'll meditate and breathe and do that it, I discovered that this past uh, December. So I've only right. really been into it for a few months, but it saved me. I, it, this past December, only a month in advance of going to Rogan, I uh, I was really in a dark place, dude. And I went through mm. a transformative uh, thing over the course of just a few hours that I can attest was like really transformative. Like, like I got myself... You know, so just I'll give you it's just a quick story, but I was I found myself in a very, 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 very ugly place physically. I was actually in a very ugly place. You know, then there's a mirror, you know, you can see yourself. And in the process of leaving that very dark place and then and then making my way back to my home and then landing on the couch and sort of like being removed from that place mm -hmm. completely. I laid down on that couch, man. I don't know what happened, but I laid down, I felt as though I'd been fucking elevated through a very intense tense period of shedding of sorts or healing if you will or i don't want to say healing so it's more a shedding and i felt as though and again it's a feeling but i'm laying on the couch and i feel as though i'm elevated as such and i got this this pain just being being sucked out of my heart like this weight and pain sucked out of my heart like i'd never known and from that i i just felt as though i'd, I'd woken a bit anew and uh you know i just i, I started to 
you know, the evening before I did a, 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 a one of these nighttime sleep guiding meditations because mm-hmm. I, I couldn't, I wasn't sleeping well. So I, someone had said, Hey, try this. And it worked. And I'm telling you the next day, something happened to me. And then, and then from that day forward, I, I, I discovered breathing and meditation and uh, it's just been my best friend. It just really has. It really is. It, well, it, it's, it's like the trail back to, to your true self, your truth. You know what I mean? Meditation is amazing. Uh, I, I saw the uh, podcast you did with Evan Breton and uh, you made the comment that meditation don't work for you or that, that you struggle with it. Right. I was trying to graduate too quickly. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to be a pro at everything too fast. Right. I, 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 that's the ego. That's the ego. Having an expectation, right. Right, Having the expectation of what it should do. I, I need to feel a certain way for it to be working. And it's like, no, you gotta, you gotta shed all that. Give me one second. I gotta let my dog out. Yeah. Yeah. Go crazy, dude. I get it. I'll take a bong rip in the meantime, Flap, if we, if we are. Did you, uh, did you buy this? Have you seen this? I do. Hey, there we go. It's a good book, man. It's a, I mean, it's cool. I assume it to be seed money for something else. I mean, it's a project. It's cool. It's like a podcast in one. I like it. It's a conversation, conversation between brothers. Yeah, I like that. It's just it's, it is really just that there, there's nothing more to it. You're not buying something that uh, you're going to run to. Pe- it's not a bestseller. It's nothing. It really is just a piece. It, it is just a, it's an offering. And in, in both the way that you support your friends and, 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 and people that are just, you know, the people that you want to see more of and you want to support. Mm-hmm. That's what this is. That's the, this and, and both my and your support of it is certainly a testament to uh to how, how much Eben has affected our lives. Dude, if I told you the extent of which Eben has affected my life, you wouldn't yourself even believe it because oh, I believe it. Came, he came into my life in the strangest way and we became immediate brothers. I went to mm. LA and we were immediate brothers and he, he has in every which way, shape or form, both helped me personally and professionally, really in ways. That man mm-hmm. is as genuine as they come he is, uh, he's been there, done that, man. He is a walking example of awesome. He really yeah. is. And resilient yeah. as fuck, man. He is a strong dude. Yeah, he is. I, lo- I lean on him a lot. I lean on yeah. him a lot. He's, well, it, you know, when you, when you cross paths with people who are living from their heart and not from their ego, it's, it's really, it, it's funny because I grew up, you know, like I want to be this type of person. I want to be that so I, I i create an act of how i think this type of person would act but when you're actually living from your truth and you're living through your heart it radiates people naturally sink in with that vibration and you can tell evan is fucking he's a walking light ray Dude. of vibration he's just been there done that that just yeah. is you know he just yeah. he's seen He's, he's walked the spectrum. He's been on both the super high and super low. You really want to surround yourself with people that have been there and done that because the perspective is just that of, of things you'll just never quite understand. And there's something to, there's something to having uh, experience. I mean, everything to having experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't grow unless someone else has. So you want to encourage others in the same way because as other people grow, they show you the way. And mm-hmm. as other people show you the way and lift you, you grow. So there's just, your, your growth is not, your growth is limited so long as the people around you aren't growing as well. So you want to, you want to be around people that are both uh, uh, seeding, flowering, and watering all the time, all the time. You know? I, I would agree with that if you're in a place where you need to grow, 
right? Obviously, we all need to grow, but like, I, I think, you know, I try, I, I used to have this saying that it's like, I'm going to surround myself with people who are better than me at everything. Mm-hmm. And, and that made me close myself off to people that I convinced myself aren't on the same level as me. And it, it for me, it, it, it fed my ego. To I the, think to that the... comes from a place of ego though, doesn't it? Because you're talking yes. about, you're talking about performance over purity. What I yes. mean is you want to surround yourself with people that are wanting to grow in all of the ways that humans want to grow. So like rather, um, you're, you're going to always be as limited as the people around you will, will allow you to be because in the same way that you are who you hang with, if you're with people that are, that are generally negative and have a very narrow view of life, then you're mm-hmm. with someone whose ego is hurt and whatnot. And that's going to be transferred onto you, transferred to you. It just is that energy is going to be or that, that narrow vision, scope of vision. If you're with someone that has a far broader view experience, especially and in every which way has that uh, both a modesty you want because you just, or humility is mm-hmm. that when I talk about personal growth, I mean, I, I don't mean, I know what you mean by like, oh, I want to hang out with professionals because then I become more professional. I want to aspire. What right. I mean more so is people that nurture soul. So you want to surround yourself with people of, of the same ilk that are of the soul nurturing part where it doesn't matter how people much living from their heart. Skill. Yeah. It, no, it, yes. Sorry. Yeah. What you just had said before, this is exactly, it's right. We're, we're actually touching on the exact point you just made is what right. I meant to say only I didn't articulate it quite as well as you did. So what I mean by surround yourself with people that allow for your growth rather than limit it. That's what I mean. Right. I mean spiritually right. and whatnot. Yeah. Hey, hey, you know, I feel like, well, again, that's just me grabbing thoughts that aren't really mine. It's funny how, how, you know, I, I do this podcast and, and every once in a while I like try and think of something smart to say just to be in the moment. And it's like, yeah, yeah I'm going to let that thought go. <laughs> you know, I, I don't hang out. I don't hang out with a lot of people lately. You know, these, these last few years, I, I, I spent a lot of my time with my kids, talking to my kids, uh, uh, you know, focus on my relationship with my kids and my dog. And I think Ooh. that separating from people it took me out of that, you know, we're all doing a song and dance of who we are and how we act in front of other people. And I, I base my opinion on other people based off of what they project. And it's like being by myself has allowed me to kind of just go within introspect. Going things. from the inside out. Now, oh my God, bro. And then when it hits, yeah. And then when the truth hits you about who we really are, we're just awareness, right? We're not we're not what we think we are. Right. When the truth hits. That's when it just the growth just exponentially starts taking off. And then you're able to then you get you start to get discernment. You you're, you're you start to be able to recognize old thought patterns. Now, at least for me, thought patterns that were feeding my ego rather than living in my truth. And it's just I, I think we're in a fucking we're in a weird time where a lot of people are starting to wake up. And I think it's in preparation for something major that's going to fucking happen. 
So you nailed it in every which way that you said your circle got smaller. This is exactly the point. So you took it in and went spiritual out. So you went with your truth or you went with your, with your purity. So mm. that was in every which way, your form of growth and personal growth, because you in every which way by retreating from the outside and, and those influences and, and the ego and the mask, yes. you went into what was truly important, which is your family. That right. is what's fucking important. That's it. After that, you don't give a shit. Everything mm. else doesn't fucking matter. Right. Dude. Everything right. else doesn't matter. You know, this is what it is that I attribute to uh, much of my endurance in this not in this crazy world is that uh, Smooshy's my fucking daughter, dude. Yeah. The, it's fucked up. I know it's it's cliche to say, hey, you know, he's still calling himself a walrus mom. Dude, I'm a decade into being a walrus mom. Uh, I've not changed. Uh, it's that feeling has not gone away. I don't, it, I don't it drive won't. past my land any less magnetic to that animal that I did the day I left. It's not. And changed. it's so, so tragic that they're, they're the song and dance that they're doing. It's dark. It, it really is. It really is. But you know what? The universe is the universe. And, and look, our, our time here is very finite. And, and once we leave this place, we're back to our true selves and I, I look i get it i i hear what you're saying but you're gonna be back with her again with that love with that it felt very good to be reassured that in 3d she is still animated you know she's mm. still alive I'm not knowing yes. i will yeah. say this in every which way that i've felt and sensed my way navigated through it through sense instinct and and feel uh, i never once felt she was dead I just didn't. Now, I did I have to stir the pot on occasion to see if I couldn't squeeze the info out of them? Yeah. Was I worried? Right. Yes. There was a void of concrete information, but I didn't feel in my gut she was dead. I just didn't. You'll know when I know it. You'll know when I know. Yeah. I'll know when I know. But at no point was I ever convinced. So I like that my radar is still tuned. It still mm. is. It's just a question or, or not of whether or not I'm able to be humble enough to to maintain that belief uh so that i can so that i can continue to navigate like the proper way the organic proper way none of this had been manufactured to be proper i couldn't have been a bullshit artist like uh, marineland you know the stories that they have of me could not have ever been true of course like i couldn't have been um inspired by uh money or 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 or, or my allegations could not have been founded by lies because i would never have had None of this could have possibly happened. It was, it's because of the fact that I'm based in truth in that Marine and that Marine land is so aggressively fighting to hide that truth that, that we're here. Mm. It's why we're here. Yeah. Yeah. The universe, the universe, karma, karma does her fucking thing. You know what I mean? Look, Phil, I, I really appreciate you coming to talk with me, bro. I, I, uh, I'm definitely. Yeah, you're good shit, vibe. dude. I feel like we're gonna be yeah. best friends. Yeah, man. I feel like you, we should have been in each other's lives a lot longer. Well, hey, it it doesn't matter because right here and in the now, we're together and we're we're sharing. We should do each uh, other's shits and bro. giggles. We should do shits and giggles Skype calls, not recorded, just for shits. Yeah, and yeah, yeah of should, course, bro. Well, I think we're friends. I, we got to move to Discord. I guess Discord's the new thing. So oh, okay. I'll, okay, I'll shoot you my info. And, and listen, dude, anytime you ever want to come back and, and talk, I'm all fucking ears, man. I'm, 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 I'm getting these emotions of like, I can, uh, dude, what you're doing is amazing. And, and the universe dude. is working through you. 
And I thanks just, for being I, a part I, of it. You're you're here. You're here. You're 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 part of this whole thing. There's none of these things happen by accident, so it's great. Um, I try to tell people to visit savesmushy.com because my legal bills are uh, are such that I am eye hole deep in them. Um, donate. Or if you, if donate. You like, uh, if you like swag, there's some cool t-shirts and, and et cetera, et cetera, at stealawalrus.com. And, uh, you know, if you know how to use a, um, what are they called? VPNs? Is that what that's called? Where you change right. your IP address? Yeah, yeah. On YouTube, there's a documentary that just came out uh, all of a few weeks ago uh, called The Last Walrus. It's actually, it's, it's really great, great, very informative. And uh, Walrus and the Whistleblower, available all over the place, amazon.com, uh, discovery and in every which way if you can scramble and steal uh do it do it yeah just go watch it the, the the important thing is that you you get armed with the knowledge of what's going on you know what i mean and and the more people that get heard the harder it is going to be to shut people up you know what i mean and and this company is protected or being protected by an attorney and and he is the one churning this shit and you know what, if they get inundated, I look, Phil, Phil will tell you, don't do it. Cause obviously why would he, uh, listen, fucking ask him where's smooshy. Yeah. Where's smooshy. No, I, I, I heard they get hung up on, Hey, they, Yo, they're training get, people to look out for you. They're it's blocking crazy. people on social media, their own supporters. They're it's crazy, me. man. It's crazy. Phil, I appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, it, it's 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 one love, and uh, I'll talk to you soon, bro. All right, my dude. Cheers. Thanks uh, for yeah. this. Take care. Peace.